Welcome to the Getting to Grips F1 podcast. I'm your host, Danny, followed by my other hosts, Caleb. What is up, guys? Sammy. Yo, yo, yo. What's up, y'all? And Santi. Hello. <laughs> nice. Classic. Never gets old. Yeah, right? All right. <laughs> yeah. So what did you guys think of the French Grand Prix? I know we all have something, something on the top of our minds. What you guys got? Oh, I have something to say, all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, all actually, I gotta say. let's start with the, with the good. Yeah. Oh, with oh, the sorry, good? Caleb, I didn't. Yeah, no, no, well, no, the that... good was the science. The science came out from True. the bottom of the barrel. P5, right? Very high. Uh, yes, P5. Very good, very good. Science, science pulled he it did. out of the bag here. He, he has that new... The new engine components, he definitely delivered. I was, I was really happy to see him charge through the pack. Was he was driver like, of the day? Yes, vamos, vamos, Carlos. Wait, did he get driver of the day? Yeah, he did oh, get driver of the day. That is true. He deserves, he deserves that. that. He deserves Man, that. honestly, this I, whole race, Sainz was perfect. carrying the entire team because nobody at Ferrari knows yes, how the, to do their job. Nobody there has like a singular brain cell that understands yeah, how and, strategy works. Like, dude... Science literally had to explain to his engineer how the five-second penalty worked because he didn't really? get it. Like, what? Yeah, no, literally. He went on the radio because the engineer thought it was like a stop and go, but it was just a drive-through. Oh, no. So oh, they don't yeah, even know the kind of penalties you're getting. Of course, they're not winning races or having good strategy. I was so it's, sad when I saw that penalty. I, I was, like, I was kind of no. confused. Dude, and at the worst possible yes. moment. And I was confused too when 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 he was battling Perez and they were saying box, box, box. And he's like, no, did you not see like what I'm doing? Like he was like, I can't, like, not now, not now, not now. I don't know if you guys saw that part. He was literally like in a 1v1. In a 1v1 Dude, I, I, I was uh, Checo and they were, they were saying to confirm pit box. And I was like, no, not now. Even like, even the commentators were saying like, did they, did, they, did they not just see what he's doing, what he was doing? So yeah, I thought that was pretty like, I'm like, wow, you know, I can't believe Ferrari. Yeah, they also like talk him like, Right, right, like uh, he was like at the pit entrance when they told him go to the pit stop while he was fighting Checo. So it was yeah, kind of like, yeah, man, like I, I understand you guys, they have like plan A, B, C, D, E, F, or whatever. A, a through like, G, dude. <laughs> and they kept jumping between plans. Like at first it was plan A, and then plan and H. Then there was an issue, and then they go to plan B, and then oh, suddenly back at plan A. Like, what? Pick, pick a plan. Yeah, they're not, they're not very consistent. Yeah, they need L plan. So, so my guess <laughs> is that the reason why they pitted him was uh, so that he could get the fastest lap. Is the only reason I would think that they would have pitted him, um, which he got in the end the fastest lap. But in my opinion, what they should have done was uh, wait and see if he would be able to like uh, get five seconds out from Russell, uh, so that his penalty, you know, he could serve it at the end. You know, he can just add the five seconds at his. Uh, race time, you know, at the end of the race, instead of serving it at the pit stop. I think they should have tried that, because then, if they didn't, it would have ended up in fifth, but maybe there was a chance he could have ended up a little bit further, so who knows. Sandy, I got a question for you. I agree with that. I got a question. How how much do you like your job? I think you should apply elsewhere. I hear there's this company called uh, Ferrari. (laughs) (laughs) They might be hiring soon. (laughs) <laughs> Send your resume in for sure. 
You know what? I might take them up on that offer. <laughs> but then I don't know if they were going to... Bro, it's time to update your LinkedIn get it all going. Yeah. <laughs> that would be cool. Hey, man, they need, they need CFD. They need CFD engineers. I know <laughs> everything about Aero. Well, everything that I know about Aero hopefully applies to them as well. <laughs> yeah, you're like an aerodynamicist engineer, right? Yeah, aerospace. So aerospace. I, I, Sorry, let's guys. just take the space out and then just do the Aero. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, he loves his job. He loves his job. Please do not get him fired. He absolutely adores his job. Okay. So, guys, what did you think about the heartbreak of the entire race? That oh, dreaded no. crash yeah. on lap 18 involving Charles and just... And Charles. And Charles. <laughs> I <saw a> <laughs> Literally. <laughs> I saw yeah. a thing that says, when Ferrari does well on Saturdays, that means that they're going to disappoint on Sundays. <laughs> That's the red hair. I'm trying to believe that. I'm trying to believe that. Dude, it's you like, know what? Like, let's say when the clerk goes on pole, then there's usually an issue with a uh, you know, his, you know, he spins out or DNFs or whatever. And, you know, it's starting to show like that is true. But, but Caleb, what were you going to say? Go ahead. I was going to say the way that I experienced that moment was kind of like a, a, a movie. <laughs> really? How was because, that honest? Because at first I started the race a little bit delayed because. Um, People I was watching with, they weren't at there at the moment. So I paused the race start until they got there. And so we started the, the race like two minutes after it started, right? So we were a little behind. But I wanted to see the, the live timing. Like I wanted to see the times between, you know, Verstappen and Leclerc. So I was on the app checking it and I was like, oh, yeah. Like we were in lap eight and on the live timing, it, they were on lap 12, right? And I was seeing like, okay, Leclerc's pretty like two seconds ahead, like he's doing good. And like, uh, I would check again a few minutes later, and it's lab eighteen, right? And I'm like, I wonder what it's like at the live moment. And I look, and I'm like, oh no, because like Verstappen pit or something. Like, I don't know, no, no, he didn't pit at that moment. <clears throat> no, I check he, it. He I, pit. I check it uh, at the, at lap eighteen, and I'm like, oh, huh, that's funny. What like did Leclerc pit or something? Like, where is he on the? And then, like, I look up on the TV, and I see him spin, and I'm like, oh, no! <laughs> yeah, that was And then really, I looked at sucks. the bottom of the time sheet, and I see he's all the way down there. I'm like, <laughs> oh, you're <laughs> kidding me. And then when his radio came on, man, Dude, I, felt, I felt that, man. I knew it. Like, when he, I heard him, scream. like, yeah, the heavy breathing. He was like, was I, I, I was, was like, livid. yeah, he's mad. And then a minute later... No, and I was like, oh, man. Do you think that was actually was like legit, or like do you think that was like just like for show? Like, I mean, no, I, I, dude, no that, that was, that was dude, that he was leading. He had he had such a big gap on everyone. There's no reason why he should have had a, a spin out like yeah. that. He's like, he, he he had he probably had so much pressure and was psyching himself up so much that he oversteered where he really shouldn't have. Like, I was even listening to the commentators. Uh, they were saying that this is like such a rookie mistake. Like there's no reason Seriously? why he should do that. It's not. It's not the car's fault. Car was fine. He it's was complaining fault. about oversteering uh, throughout the entire. Oh no, he was complaining about uh, the rear end being twitchy uh, over the weekend because he likes to have a lot of grip in the front. I believe is it the front? Yeah, he, mm-hmm. he likes uh, more yeah. oversteer. uh, oversteering in his car. Uh, so yeah, he likes a little, happen, likes a little like too much too. oversteering. And and oh, man, when I saw it, in, uh, my heart just broke. I wouldn't. I don't That's, think he would scream out no just for 
just for show. No, <laughs> if that were me, I would also do the same thing, man. Yeah, definitely that no was uh, from the heart. And yeah, you can you can tell that he was uh, pissed off at that because he knew he knew. I like, knew he was. Like, I knew he, he was that shouting he was... at like he was trying to like find an excuse, but then uh, when when he calmed down, he realized that yeah, it was his mistake. Uh, it's just so sad, man, because he had it. He had it. If he didn't get pole position, he could have gotten second place easily. Like and and um, what, what lap was that when these when he spun out? Eighteen. 18. Dude, I think like, it was so like either one or two laps after Max pitted. It was, so yeah, it was yeah, two. Yeah, he did pit. Dude, he's like 63 points now behind Max Verstappen in the championship. Yeah, he just gave Max. I was the... thinking, do you guys think that if Leclerc, let's hypothetically, let's, let's say, if Leclerc was to get on pole position every single race from now until the end of the season and won every race, would he still beat Max or not? No, of, well, of course. I, yeah, if he won every definitely. single race. Well, yeah. won every single race? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Race from here on to the end of the season. Uh, are you guys sure? Um, with Max getting second place all the time, for example, I was gonna say uh, he for sure can do it if Max, you know, doesn't always get second place because Max is super consistent. Like, it's crazy how consistent Max Verstappen is. Dude, I like, hate he's on like Max a robot, man. He's, he's a good. robot. Yeah, no, <laughs> nah, yeah, he's, he's an amazing he's driver. Good. But he's a great but driver. Man, he's just, <laughs> not my favorite person. Yeah, same. I think he's. Yeah, we all no, have he's a great person. A bit like, uh, I yeah. I don't like him because the 2018 season, the tension between him and Danny, who is still my favorite driver of all time, not just because his name's also Daniel, okay, but <laughs> I just I, I, when I started like heavily watching F1 again during the 2018 season, I was like, man, I I feel for Danny. Like I I sympathize with him. I empathize with him. Like. You know, I, I kind of like look up to him as a driver and as a person. Like he's a great person, like from what I can tell. And just seeing like the tension, like all the crappy things that Max would do to him, like making the cars crash out on Monaco, like ah, oh, it's just tough, man. So that I must was, be frustrating. Yeah. yeah, I was like, dude, this Max guy is a total dick. Like I hate this guy. <laughs> like, <laughs> can they kick him off the team? Oh no, but yeah. Anyways, I can go into whole thing because I just. I'm not a Max fan at all. Guy's a great driver, though. I can't lie. You're right. No, I agree with you, Danny. And what do you think about... Uh, I know we're all Mick Schumacher fans here, right? No. No, I hate him. What? <laughs> yes. uh, no. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, saw, I saw the I saw his, his timesheet, and I was like, yeah, he's back at the bottom. I felt bad. I was like, he was doing so well in the past two races. Now, what, you, what happened now? Like, did Haas just... I mean, was it a Haas thing, or was it just like a mixture? A mix Haas thing, was like regular it was a Haas, Haas thing. Yeah, I know. I think they, they haven't the brought any upgrades good. yet. They, they, they're still the original like, cars. Like, well, why actually, this... um, if you hear, I think uh, Magnussen um, said in one of the post-race uh, interviews that uh, he actually liked the car. Um, I, I, I don't, I don't remember what the problem was, but like the car was good. That the, the car had good pace. Apparently, he got out. So, like, what happened with with that? Yeah, that I don't understand. Uh, that's like what he was saying that he. Like the car was good, but I don't remember why he got out. Um, but yeah, anyways, they, they they are looking forward to Hungary because that's where they get their upgrades. So that is true. finally, it's already halfway through the season. Do yeah. you know what? <laughs> well, uh, Kevin Magnussen actually said that he's concerned about like the reliability with the horses. That's why that's why they, he didn't finish a race. What do they? What do he say about it? Like, what did he say about like what specifically? I, I don't exactly remember why he DNF'd, but I know it, I re- do remember it being a reliability issue. I feel like some sort of component 
uh, broke down on the car. And just to save it, because I mean, you know, Haas is scr- <laughs> they're strapped for cash. You know, they're kind of. I feel like I feel like well, scraping the barrel every that. single every single season. They're they're, <laughs> they're just scraping the bottom <laughs> of that are. barrel for every single penny they can get their hands on. They are. So that's if, true. if they, if they can true. avoid any sort of major issue happening to the car, they'll retire the car. It's it makes the most right. amount of sense. You know, that is true. Because yeah, at they're, first they're, they're a racing not team. for a championship. No, exactly. Uh, of course, first they're a racing team, but they're also a business, right? And they did That's lose true. their greatest sponsor. And now Gene Haas is having to front all the cash uh, for his, what, second racing team? So he's probably spread a little thin. No, but I like butter. Exactly. But they're, <laughs> a, they're still doing great this season. They're doing way, This is their oh, best no, yeah, season for, yet. For Haas, yeah. This is, for Haas, this is, this amazing is a great season for them. And you they're not last the in the constructors, so they might get a little more this year. Exactly. That's something. That's a little something. more reward. You guys think that Mick Schumacher and Kevin Magnussen are the best duo at Haas? Oh, no. I love them. I love that What duo. about Grosjean and uh, Magnussen? Do you guys think that were, they were good too? No, nah, they, had, they had too much t- tension. They didn't really like each other too much from what I understand. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree. I, I think they were I think they were like on the top. I think on their, I think, you know, I... You know, I think I should say that Schumacher, Mick Schumacher, of course, and Magnussen have brought up the best out of, have brought up the best in each other this season. Yeah, because you know they're also like Kevin is also like a, a mentor Experience. figure. Well, he's a mentor yeah. figure to Mick, who's you know fresh and green. And anyone who's ever spent five minutes talking to uh, Mick, they all say great things about him. He's such a happy person. He's respectful. You know, he's always willing to learn. He's trying to learn as much as he can. Like he respects almost everybody on the grid, and that right. goes to yeah, show. Yeah. Like even his relationship with uh, with Vettel, he mm-hmm. says the same exact thing. I mean, he just he wants to learn from Kevin as much as possible, and Kevin kind of just wants to see him succeed. So they're right. like the good. perfect duo for Haas at this point in time. And I, do you guys know if they renewed their contracts with Haas yet? Uh, um, no clue. I have no, no idea. No clue, right? Yeah. Uh, no clue. I, I think no. I, I think, think we've got any word about that yet. I think now, now that we're around the corner of this halfway season, I think we should start seeing more news, like oh, breaking Carlos Sainz signs for another two. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. This is starting to get to the point I know, where uh, Bettel, for example, Bettel is in talks with Aston Martin. So yeah, that's, uh, that's but honestly, that came out right now. on that on that term, I don't think Vettel should resign with Aston Martin. To be completely honest with you. No, where do you think he should go? Where do you think he should go? That's the problem. Yeah, I don't know. Get back has a two-year Alpine. 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 No, Alpine. 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 They, Alpine they, is they won't read. They won't get rid of Alonso. Did you see how like where he is? No, he, Alonso he got, and Ocon. No, not they're, they're, not Alonso. I like that pair too. I like I like Alonso and yeah. Ocon together. Dude, I, lo- I love Alonso. <laughs> <laughs> to me, this season has like the best pairings for every team, in my opinion. Every team has a great pairing. Oh yeah, no, I agree. Some more yeah, than yeah. others. Yeah, no, of course, yeah, but others. like th- no, this, I definitely agree with you. This, agree with yeah, you. exactly. Like I see each team, like yeah, that that that's their teammate. Each, they, each they, team has a young driver and a, and a veteran driver. So, for example, um, we have Valtteri Bottas has Joe Guan Yu has taking taking him under his wing. I think it's perfect. Valtteri being a great driver, Kevin and Mick, Lewis and George, you know, different. Carlos and although Carlos and Leclerc are kind of on the same level, I don't think they really need that because they're both really good drivers. But you know, we still have Checo, we have Max. You know, we have a lot of uh, different conversations. Yeah, definitely. Um, wait, what do you guys um, what do you guys think <laughs> of the? I don't know if you guys listen to the uh, mainstream, uh, but 
the commentators kept going on about how like Carlos has great decision making skills. Um, that he's one of the smartest drivers like on the grid today. Uh, really? What do you, yeah, no, because okay, think about it. Carlos, every time Carlos argues with Ferrari and fights like uh what is it, Matteo? Good things happen. <laughs> bad bad things happen when he follows team orders or when he listens to his engineers or when he follows with whatever they're telling him. Like, like that is such a bad sign for a team. That is true. Yeah, Ferrari needs about. to like, I, I'm, I'm get to grips. <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> yeah, I'm afraid Carlos is wasting his potential at Ferrari because he has a good car, a, a pretty good car. He's in his prime. But he's with a team that doesn't have any sort of common sense or like ability to do some serious strategic decision making, and that's where they're failing. Like the most important part is like this decision making, and it's it's not there. It's not there at all. How do you think Carlos would do if he was still at McLaren with Lando? Ooh, I think he'd be uh, pushing for it. You think Lando would be their number one, or do you think they they would be like you know Car- this Carlos guy? Uh, I don't know, man. I think well, Carlos would be the I, I number one. I disagree. Ooh. Lando is British. It's a British <laughs> team. <laughs> no, I'm not. No, you're I'm right. You're right. You're right. I mean, he was like number one driver when, even when Carlos That's was true. there. But yeah, when Carlos was there, but he was still number one. I, yeah. I, I honestly think that with Carlos, if Carlos was still there, McLaren would probably be doing a little better. True. True. No, I, I am. I concur. As I much concur. as I love Daniel, but I love you too. Don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. It, it's it always pains me to to see Lando always uh, like really outperforming Daniel Ricciardo. Dude, it, it kills like, me. Like why? It, why is his too. setup not not optimal optimized for him? Like I mean, I don't know. Well, we kind of it, learned a whole a bunch of things. It's we kind of learned a little more over the weekend. Um, the car is more built for Lando's driving style. And like, I, I guess Danny's driving style is so niche. So like, I, I'd say exclusive to him that it just makes more sense to continue building the car to Lando's style. Yeah. Cause more drivers are, are accustomed to that. Um, and then having to, you know, kind of develop the driver, kind of get Danny to, you know, get used to the car. But that's really hurting them. They're not. They they haven't built the good car that he needs. Yeah, I mean, and, from which to me is kind of unfair. I think like tailoring the car to to just one driver is kind of unfair to the other driver because you're not benefiting the team. You're benefiting one person. Not, yeah, but that's also not, that's, not, that's not teamwork. Money. I, I think about it like money. Yeah, production, manufacturing. I don't know the science behind that, but I do know that it's kind of unfair to people like let's say Daniel or uh, I don't know or uh, yeah, people like him who just. Are not accustomed to that kind of racing style, and they don't can't really and literally no pun intended get to grips with the car. Like you know what I mean? <laughs> like I, I feel for Danny because he was a great driver. I don't know if he's just like in a, in a bad stint right now or what, but he's not, he, I think he's no. I think he's a great in driver in not the best car. It's a great car because it suits Lando very well. It's just not suited to him, so it's not the best car for him. I, I believe that next year McLaren will will get it better for him. Because it has only been two years, him at McLaren. So I think, you know, third time's a charm. That's what they say. <laughs> so I'm hoping 
that McLaren will, you know, understand him better, understand his style, and the mechanics would have would know what suits him best by then. But at, at the moment, he's doing he's doing all right. You know, he's not doing terrible. So I I, th- I think that you know next year we'll, we'll see some better performance out of um, Daniel. Wait, what do you guys think about um, Red Bull's latest upgrades hindering Checo's performance? I don't know if you guys noticed, but Checo's been doing worse and worse compared to Max as they keep getting new upgrades as the season progresses. It, it To me, it seems like all the upgrades that Red Bull has been getting has only been benefiting Max. Well, this race, uh, I think, is more uh, because, like, Checo had trouble managing start temperatures um, when he was trying to push uh, Lewis. So I don't know if I don't know if you noticed he was pushing hard on Lewis at the beginning of the race and then after a point he kind of relaxed a bit. I don't know if it was because of a team order saying that don't don't waste your tires on Lewis or or whatnot. But you could notice that there was a point where he was like very close, like point um, five seconds. But then um, after a few laps, he started to like. Um, lose pace and probably that's because he was not fighting as much uh, because of the tires. The Rebels had like a, a problem with tire uh, degradation in this race. That's why they beat him Max so early um, also for the undercut on, Le- on Leclerc but that's uh, uh, an added bonus I guess. <laughs> wait, wait. You touched on the tires and how the Red Bulls had an issue. I don't know. Listener, if you listen to the last episode that we posted um, just a couple days ago actually the time we recorded it today was yesterday. Um, I said, I specifically said that the Mercedes would have such a such a benefit on this track with the temperature and the, the, the tarmac and their tires that they would do so much better. I predicted that Mercedes would come in first, that Dude. it would be it would be Lewis on the top and then everyone else underneath. But hey, both of the Mercedes had a two, it was a Mercedes 2-3. George and Lewis, yeah, yeah. George and, and Lewis both got on the podium for the first time ever, and that was really nice to see. First time, it was kind of oh, in the that's, both that's yeah, together. together, together, yeah, in the wrong order. I wish you know it was it was George and then you know Lewis and then Max. No, but, you know you can't get. <laughs> no, I, I was gonna say that I'm really happy that of course Mercedes did perform better this this um, race, and this is um, Lewis's first second place. This is his highest finishing position this season and i thought it was awesome when the race restarted and george took advantage of perez kind of um yes not, not he he like um, vse yeah the, the virtual safety car ended and and perez he, he caught like perez a little lockup or something like he didn't start as well as george and george just zoom zoom right that on safety by safety car also I was, like, was uh, oh that ending like it, it said that it was <clears> ending for a while longer than yeah. we were expected, right? Uh, Checo said something about that. Like, he was complaining that uh, that was the case. But it was the case for everybody, I think. Uh, you, you could see, like, when the, they announced the ending, Russell pushed a little bit, and then he saw that it was still ending, so he backed off again. <laughs> it was, it, it, because it was like, it, for some reason, it lasted the ending of the virtual safety car lasted longer than normal. It's, I think they announced ending, and it's like five seconds later that it ends. So I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. It seemed like a normal safety car time to me. I was 
when I heard um, Max Verstappen's radio, he's like, should we get like a free pit stop right now? I was like, yes, yes, go go get a free pit stop right now <laughs> so that Lewis could get in the lead. But he did not. I, that yeah, that no, to me, they, that kind of shocked him. me though. That that <laughs> that kind of strategy was like weird coming from Max. Like you wouldn't think he would call out something like that. Like what? Yeah, Shouldn't he know I better? Good, good on uh, Red Bull's team on cutting had, him off, saying like, "No, don't do that." Yeah, no, that what, are you, what are you thinking? <laughs> yeah, basically, <laughs> if yeah. he did that, he definitely would not have gotten podium. He, he definitely would not have won. Uh, yeah, I don't know if they, he wanted to get the fastest lap or something like that. That's uh, that's just one of their free pit stop. That's exactly that's how, he did, how he described it. <laughs> yeah. So speaking yeah, of oh, Lewis, speaking of so, Lewis Hamilton. Um, ending up in second place and he's being his highest position this year. I saw a statistic that said Schum- Michael Schumacher in their tw- like in the I feel like I don't remember what it was said exactly, but it says like there's never been a season where where Lewis hasn't won a race. So I mean, do you guys think that was a Lewis win a race this year? I'm I'm he feeling it's a, gonna be in the in the winter season. You think so? Yeah. Hmm. I, I mean, I hope so too because I mean I'm a big Lewis fan. I, I'm, if it's if you, if you had to put, if you had to say to me like you know Matthews, give him time Lewis, because the the Latest upgrades have been really helping out the performance. And I'm starting to see the fire back in Lewis's eye. Like he's, you know, coming out of, uh, you know, the last race of the season last year, his confidence is definitely getting, getting, you know, raised more and more as each race goes by. He's doing way better, performing way better. Uh, In the post and pre-race interviews, he seems more, uh, how do you say? Yes, enthusiastic, optimistic, hopeful. You know, and you can also see that same energy resonating with George as well. So Mercedes is making their comeback. I'm feeling in, oh. the con- in terms of like, you know, the constructors in the driver's championship, they'll probably come in second or third. I was just no, I definitely the idea, third like, what if Mercedes passes Ferrari? It could happen. The, drivers I mean, the way Matias running that team. It can happen. I hope it happens because for, no, I, no, no. I love oh, Ferrari. I love Ferrari, but they need to get it together, man. They need to get to grips. Like they, <laughs> they need to do something right, and they're not doing it. And they're making the same mistakes over and over and over again. Like the something about the culture in Ferrari hinders them. And even Seb said that uh, when he was it's racing toxic. for them, it's a toxic environment. You saw how a couple races ago, the way that Mattia was talking to uh, Leclerc after he didn't win the race and he didn't get the result yes. he wanted. Like, you can tell that these these drivers are under a lot of pressure. Like, when you race for I mean, Ferrari, you're racing for basically Italy. You have so many years of heritage behind you and such high expectations. I understand. I totally understand how the pressure can get to you and how you can make a simple mistake. Just how Charles made it uh, going into turn 18. It makes total sense. And it's not going to be until Ferrari gets it down with their culture and with, you know, just the way that they're treating the drivers and the way that they're doing their decision making, that they're planning out these races. Not until everything is fixed will they be successful. And we're not going to see Ferrari how we saw him with Schumacher, uh, with uh, Michael Schumacher so many years ago. We're not going to see that for a long time until they get it fixed. And by the way that I'm looking at things now, it's not going to happen this year. I hope it happens next year, but I'm not too hopeful about it. Uh, I agree with you, Danny. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Um, so, closing thoughts on the race, guys. 
Well, uh, I like uh, the last battle that Bethel had with Stroll and Stroll uh, fighting for that one point. It was actually pretty interesting, and he kept it together and got that point. So that's actually pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it was so funny listening to um, listening to Lance argue with his engineer <laughs> during the race. He's always arguing with his engineer. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, like that's his, true. his engineer was like <laughs> telling him uh, about like some damage to his end plate. And then I remember uh, Lance going on the radio. He's like, yeah, yeah, okay, leave me alone. Yeah. <laughs> he always says something like do that. not get along at dinners. <laughs> yeah, and then one final thought from me is uh, I'm very surprised that Ocon, uh, after serving his penalty, ended up in eighth. That's, uh, I mean, he, he served his penalty during the safety car that Charles Leclerc, uh, because Charles Leclerc's uh, crash, but still, eighth place, even with a... Uh, with a five-second penalty, that's uh, pretty commendable. He got points in uh, France, so pretty yeah. happy for yeah. him. Yeah. Yeah. And then Alonso, GP. of course, Alonso, of course, uh, with the strategy of killing tires, that was pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think it was a good race. Um, obviously, I think, I'm ha- well, I'm a Mercedes fan, so I'm, of course I'm happy to see Lewis and George up top. Uh, well, the two, three for Mercedes, so I can't complain. I'm happy to see them uh, together for the first time on the podium. And I'm, I'm also kind of heartbroken for Charles because he's a, he's um, you know, he he was having a good race until he spun out, and uh, seeing him on the radio being so frustrated like the way he was, you know, it's kind of sad to see. But I mean, I, I think the, I think they'll literally uh, get to grips in the next race and the next race of races. So um, I'm not worried for Ferrari. I think they're still going to compete and fight for the championship. Yeah, I'm pretty much with what Sam said. Valid. The race was was interesting. It was it was interesting. I, I was heartbroken that Leclerc spun out, but I, I have faith that, that they can bounce back. Exactly. Yeah, I'm I'm really happy um seeing McLaren start to score some more points. And also, I don't know if you guys realize, well, I'm I'm hoping Max never gets another win in his life, but he now has officially sixty nine podiums. <laughs> yeah, that is true. I saw that. I saw that too. I, don't know. Yeah. Was F1? Uh, I feel like the race with the news. It was one of the ones that you know you can leave on as you uh, pack up your apartment. You know, you cook dinner, <laughs> make breakfast. I don't know whatever time zone you're in. Um, something I have in the background. It wasn't too crazy. It wasn't too boring. It was just like eh, you know one of those kind of races. Just hoping for some excitement no, before we get into the summer break. All right, y'all. So it was a good talk. Obviously, we had a great race today with uh, Max on P1. Uh, was P2 and, and George Russell at P3. So no complaints whatsoever from the top two teams and from the top teams in the in F1 right now. Look forward to seeing you guys in the next one at Hungaroring Ring in Hungary. And uh, yeah, guys, stay tuned. We'll be up, we'll be back very soon. Thanks, guys. Peace. Oh, and don't forget the noise. <laughs> that was pretty good. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before you guys drive out, okay. Remember, follow us on Instagram at gettingtogrips.official, okay? We really appreciate you guys uh, listening in, taking the time out of your day to listen to us while you're on your drive, cleaning up, cooking, doing whatever it is. Uh, We just really do appreciate you guys listening to these podcasts. Uh, You know, leaving any feedback would be great. Uh, We're open to suggestions. If you have any comments or anything you want to talk about about this race or any of the upcoming races, please feel free to shoot us a DM or leave a message in any of our posts. Uh, we've been posting more frequently. More posts should be coming down the pipeline soon, so stay tuned. Uh, we're going to start doing daily stuff, memes. So, you know, f- give us a follow. We really appreciate you guys listening. Um, and 
We hope you guys listening as much as we like making these because we really do like talking about F1, even though we sound like idiots a lot or, you know, we don't know what we're talking about, but we're passionate about it because it's Formula One and everyone loves Formula One. It's sick. If you don't, you know, that sucks for you. You're missing out. Not and my you need problem. to get the grips. You need to 